0: afternoon, Patriots, and it's Friday, August 5th, and we have arrived in one piece after a crazy yet another insane week of stupidity and basically the world has gone insane existence. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why we have things like Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com, because that's how you ensure that your body's health and immune system will stay strong while the clowns and the psychopaths run the world and try to kill you with all sorts of various things. (laughs) Expedition Coffee is a coffee designed for your health. It is a coffee that boosts your immune system, it enhances your serotonin, it increases your mental focus, and it gives you a boost of energy for the entire day. One scoop in the morning gets you going. And here's the best thing about Expedition Coffee. It is a product that works with a coffee specifically that works with other health boosting, immune boosting products, like Immune XP, which was designed to boost your immune system with pine cone extract, which is high in vitamin C. We also have Earth, which is a full body nutrient powder. Mix it with water, drink it like a shake. It gives your body all the nutrient base you need. But there's some new products to check out. One is Mitotherm. Mitotherm is a formula designed to help the body burn fat more efficiently. It's fantastic for just your overall body function. It's especially great in adding to your workout regime. And there's also pretrition. Pretrition is another fantastic product to help rebuild your cells at a DNA level. And it does do that, especially all the damage that's going on in this crazy world with 5G and other things. And the final new product to check out is Surge Stick Pack. Surge is a energy booster. It's the perfect pre-workout drink. Mix it with water. They come in little, little packets. You can just open one up, pour it in your drink bottle, shake it up. Again, high levels of vitamin C. It has a formula that contains acetyl l cartonine, and it also has amino acids. So it's all fantastic things to help boost your overall body performance and your immune system. So you can check all those things out at Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. And you will not be disappointed. I use all of them on a daily basis. Well, Patriots, we have a crazy world, like we say. Here's a few of the top stories. In Queensland, Australia, a man has tracked down the doctor that gave one of his family members the COVID vaccine, and they died after taking it. He went a little nuts, (laughs) like we knew this would happen. Beat the heck out of the doctor's car. The guy was in his car the doctor, and broke his window and tried to grab and drag him outside of the car. So nurses, doctors, be forewarned, since you are now the hands of Nazism, when the truth comes out, you will not be able to hide. I'm just telling you. And it will just sit back and watch it because the people that you've injected, when they realize that you've been killing them or their family members, I will say these words in trueness, God have mercy on your soul. That's what I will say. In other news, the CDC has put out an announcement and it goes like this. Have monkeypox? The CDC advises no sex, but says masturbation six feet apart or visual, virtual sex reduce the risk. That's fantastic. I'm sure we're all feeling better with that. And yeah. in pizza news, A top French scientist admits, actually, it's Taco Friday news, not pizza news. This is Taco Friday news, right from the food truck. top top French scientist admits the photo that he tweeted of the space telescope image of the nearest star to the sun was actually just a slice of chorizo. So we're back at Taco Friday. Chorizo's on the menu. And little did you know that it was actually the star closest to the sun. That's so fantastic. And, of course, in another attempt to make sure that no one knows the truth about the death shot that they have issued to the world and to the country and that every Democrat and every, oh, no, in fairness, every congressman has their fingers in this one, the Democrats have adopted a new provision in their 740 Billion Inflation Reduction Act, which is don't test, don't tell. You can't tell anybody if you've tested now. Because they don't want you to know the truth and they don't want to know the truth that Biden keeps getting the hand puppet Biden, the clone, whatever he is, keeps getting sick from the same thing. We call that vades, by the way. Vades is vaccine-induced autoimmune deficiency and it's being helped along by Plaxovid, which is a HIV medication by formula. So, if you're taking plaques of it and you think it's doing good for you, I've got some bad news. You've got VADES, most likely. And in other draconian news, as we begin to understand the extent of our food system, listen to this piece on folic acid.
1: The US federal government decided we would spray our entire grain supply with folic acid, this man made chemical. We don't call it sprayed with folic acid, we call it fortified or enriched. So if you spin a box of crackers around, you see the words fortified or enriched, that means sprayed with folic acid. Now, let's take a child. They're getting ready for school in the morning. They have this gene mutation. You've pumped them full of folic acid-laden foods. Pop-tarts, white bagels. Cocoa puffs. uh, Cocoa puffs, cereals. Now you just dumped folic acid into their body and then by the time they get to school the teachers call and saying hey little johnny can't pay attention he doesn't concentrate doesn't focus he doesn't finish his assignments he's not following directions he's got adhd we need to bring in the ritalin to control this and the truth is adhd is not even an attention deficit disorder at all it's an attention overload disorder and then what modern medicine wants to do is give you an amphetamine to speed up, race the central nervous system to match the pace of the mind instead of putting just amino acids into the bloodstream that allow the mind to naturally quiet itself. Uh,
0: there we go. Yep, right there, just like that. That's how we screw up the entire society. The spike, in, the spike in ADHD is likely driven then by the poisoning of the food supply, which is in the processed foods that people are feeding to their children, among other things, and in the process the pharmaceutical company is working in hand in concert, hand in hand with the food industry, probably all owned by the same groups that create the problem in the food and the pharmaceutical industry provides the solution. The United States on the ranking of countries with longest life is something like 31st or 35th on the list. And what parallels that is that the countries with the highest, the longest life, and the best health are those with the fewest vaccines, and the United States as a developed country has the most vaccines and the lowest life expectancy. I think we can start putting that picture together fairly quickly. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled, very blessed that we're able to assemble each and every day, and on this Friday, very aware of the level of evil that continues to lurk around in our world. Father, well, We today we're going to begin by praying for eyes to see. Eyes to see the truth of the heart within people, to be more clear, to be able to discern between those that have taken the shot, those that have been misguided, those that have been foolishly misled, or worse, willfully foolishly misled. Versus those that are malicious and evil. The more that we can find that clarity, the more clearly we see the true enemy. Father, there has been a tremendous amount of damage done in this world. And it's damage that is done that that will carry on for generations. And we do pray for deep healing. We pray for the mission ahead, which is going to have to be won by the grace of healing that only you can provide. There are so many people right now, Father, that are eager for a war. It's a bit sickening, actually. Too much time spent polishing ammo, too much time spent stacking guns, too much time spent waiting for the end of the world rather than building that strength in faith and building into the communities. And so what we pray right now is that the many that are well have themselves prepared for the end of times, they will start turning their focus into building the relationships and the strength and the foundations in their neighborhoods, and their communities, to start raising up rather than bunkering in. These are times right now that's going to require many to shed the ideas of the past and realize how much corruption and filth there is in the world that we're in and how corrupt the very government is that we have been led by and controlled by. And these truths are going to rock many people's perspectives. Equally, Father, there's going to be so much truth that sheds out about the nature of the church, what its purpose has been versus what its purpose should have been. So we pray just that people will continue to seek the guidance of Jesus. Let go of the formations of the past to walk and listen closely to what Christ puts on people's heart, to build a relationship of purity and truth with Jesus step away from the formations of of the institutions and the temples that have tried to reshape your word and your teachings and worst of all corrupt them this is not an easy path for anyone in this time and we know that we'll all be tested so we pray for clarity and in, in being able to hear your your wisdom and hear your guidance clearly in each and every step and we do pray for those that have been victim of the injection there's been a harsh reality that is settling in, and it feels heavy, and there's opportunity, though, within that to heal and to make bridges and build bridges where we thought it was impossible to do so. That will give us, that will demand of us courage. It will demand of us leadership. It will demand of us strength, and most importantly, it will demand of us trust, pure trust in you. The illusions of politics have been swirling around as people watch the news, watch the headlines, obsess about things falling apart or perhaps having unrealistic hope that somehow a few changes in the ballot will change the whole nation. We pray that they'll find that strength in you, Father, strength through Christ to you, Father, because with that, they'll be able to appreciate that the true mission has nothing to do with what you're voting at the ballot box. It has, no, it has nothing to do with the worship of candidates or the obsession over political events, but rather the true mission has never changed. True mission has been to bring the gospel and the love of Christ into people's lives. And as we walk that center path, we find a solid and level ground on which we walk, a solid and level ground in which we can continue to find ourselves secure, walking fearlessly, walking with strength. And it's through there, Father, that we build the bridges. We heal the wounds. And that wisdom settles in. This is a time of a spiritual war, not a physical war. And sadly, there's so much shaping in our narratives and media in our propaganda and so much intention of people to want to obsess with the physical physicality of things that the real hard work, that deep spiritual work is often cast aside. We pray for the opening of hearts. People can start to embrace the fact that the way to destroy the enemy does not begin with the sword of steel. And there's no question, Father, that there is at points and may demand at your at your beckoning and and call the raising of the sword of steel. But we also know in our heart of hearts that we are leading with the sword of the spirit. And as we do so and as we keep the sword of steel strapped on our hip, we raise boldly that sword of the spirit. To confront the enemy and to destroy them with a compassion and with the healing and the grace that only you can provide. We, as we peel away those that have been tied to the matrix of control, the enemy weakens each and every day. And we also know that there are elements within the enemy's ranks that if they were to accept Jesus and publicly pronounce it, once again, it would destroy the unity and strength that the enemy holds. So we continue to pray for our enemies, to seek Christ, and to confess that reality and that acceptance of Christ in their hearts and to confess their sins publicly. The greatest weapon would be truth coming from their lips to the ears of the many. So Father, we ask in this time to continue to bless us in this walk, to give us courage in all that we do, to continue to pray for the healing of this nation and the healing of the nations around the world the continuing awakening of the realities of what has been done to people to give them that understanding and willingness to hear that they have been victimized by a system in the name of COVID, in the name of pandemic, in the name of a vaccine that was never anything other than a bioweapon. And in the acceptance of that, we equally pray for their healing, both in their physical and their soul. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I think that that's... Again, there's so much emphasis these days, and I've said this many times and I'm going to keep saying it. If you're prepping to bunker up and go to war, I think you're on the wrong intent. If you're prepping to strengthen your household and strengthen your community, that doesn't exclude self-defense. It doesn't exclude those issues necessary to keep the community safe, but the priority is different because it ceases to be obsession of me and it becomes the strengthening of us. This is the real key here. And it's one that we have to constantly keep before us because there is so much going on. And it is so important to really pay attention. Patriots, I'm going to play a piece here. Three minutes. It's called The Storm. Take a listen.
2: Can you hear it? Can you feel it? It's the calm before the storm, it's surreal. Like something's about to happen like you have never seen before. Well amongst all the fuss inside you, you decide to dust off your Bible and coddle Psalm 91 like it's going on style. You close the doors to your store, sit on the floor bothered. Feels like boars sent before the, the slaughter. And maybe for the first time before the kill, you try and chill and stay still before the Father. When you feel an options, you become exhausted, thoughtlessly thinking that the water you're drinking, spiritually speaking, time and time again, is not from the spring Jesus talks about in John 4.10. So no doubt the storm is coming. The question is, are you ready? And when everyone else is unsteady, running the other direction do you have his protection to be the sun's reflection like soldiers go to war without one objection so as much as you're right about the line denying and intensifying wanting to riot and be outspoken fight for doors to open there is something more like the quiet moment before a tsunami, wait for them. Like when there's a drawback, revealing the ocean floor and the lukewarm, they call it the calm before the storm. While there is national calamity, bankruptcy and tragedy, abhorring the gravity of people needing to bury their families. Jesus said, foxes have dens, birds have nests. But the son of man has no place to lie his head. So if you want to follow me, let the dead bury their dead. You didn't hear wrong, and it wasn't misread. The bread is great, but the labors are few. So you're gonna have to come to a point ahead and choose. Should I keep desiring to warm pew, Or should I be sent out like lambs among wolves? where he said, peace will rest on you. So leave the systems, and if they don't receive God's wisdom, kick the dust off your feet, keep moving forward in him, because the kingdom of God is shaking, quaking, waking, and replacing all the isms and
0: man's religion. Exactly. If it's not meeting... The alignment with God, quit following it. It's part of my issue with politics. I have yet to see a politician who won yesterday or day before, whatever it was, thank God for their victory. It's all about you did this, we did this, I did this. It's like, okay. How about God did this and we were all part of his great victory? But this is our problem. We keep trying to play the institutions of men the way they are and trying to worship them and trust in them for great change. This is not the way change is done, not at this point in time. This is a spiritual war. The illusions of politics are yet more idols that we have to crush. It's the false leads to make it believe that through a simple vote you can do nothing. You can have everything that you have. You can have your cake and you can eat it too. You can don't have to make any sort of sacrifice. Your 401k will be safe if we just get that right America First candidate in there. All that food shortage they've been talking about, don't worry, because just that America First candidate will fix it all. That inflation, don't worry. We'll get in there and we'll make sure the CBDC and the new Federal Reserve digital currency will roll out and you'll be just fine. All those jobs, don't worry. We're going to get plenty of robotics and AI rolling in here, because fourth industrial revolution is the future. And that vax, let's not talk about that. Let's just say that it shouldn't be mandatory. But let's not talk about the real consequences and the money that's been flowing into the campaigns from Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. Or the money that's been dumped into the hands and back doors of all the politicians. Let's just not pay attention to reality. Let's just keep painting another picture for people to believe. That's politics. That's what it does well. It spins. That's why they call them spin doctors. Because that's exactly what they do. They create the story, the narrative, to shape the worst of things and make it the best. They're a professional class of people. They work for those elites that can afford them, that get in trouble and go to prison for things like stealing people's money through investment funds. Or they work for politicians that have some dark, notorious past or a topic that they don't really want to commit to, but they're going to tell you they do. My guess is the majority of what you're witnessing on the playfield right now, it's calling itself America First. Laura Loomer, for example, that has openly said that as America First candidate, she wants to spend millions and millions of dollars on the Iron Dome in Israel. I don't see that as America first, but then again, I don't know who her true masters are. But apparently, they probably reside in Israel. See, this is the whole problem. And when we start listening to titles and we start paying attention to the isms, we're not paying attention to the heart. And the heart is where the strength of what the real change is. And that begins in us, and it begins with our family, and it begins with our neighbors. And each one of those, that little grain that we add to that, Pile of sand, pretty soon it becomes a mountain of change from bottom up. Patriots, I'm going to play the last piece today, very uplifting. This is a story of an old man, 90 some years old, that was brought into court because he had apparently a speeding ticket in a school zone. This is what we call real justice and real law. Thank you. <clears throat> Good morning, sir. Good morning,
3: Judge. Mr. Corella, you are charged with a school zone violation. Beg pardon? You are charged with a school zone violation, right. which means that you were exceeding the speed limit in a school zone. I don't drive that fast, Judge. I'm 96 years old, and I drive slowly, and I only drive when I have to. I was going to the blood work for my boy. He's handicapped. Huh. You were taking your son to the doctor's office? Yeah. I take him for blood work mm-hmm. every two weeks because he's got cancer. You are a good man. You are a good man. You, are, you You. really are what America is all about. Here you are in your 90s, and you're still yeah. taking care of your family. That, that's just a wonderful thing for you well how old is your son 63 yeah and you still daddy still taking care of him right (laughs) I only drive when I have to Yeah. you see that young man over there that's my son now he's looking at me saying dad when you're in your 90s, you're going to be driving me around. <laughs> you're setting a bad example for my kid. No. You're, put, you're putting a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> Listen, sir, I wish you all the best. I wish the best for your son, and I wish you good health, and your case is dismissed. Good luck to you, and God bless you. Thank you.
0: That is what we fight for. That is the America that we know. And we know it's in the hearts of the many. Never forget that. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. Our prayers, though, need to be focused on listening to him. In the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
4: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend,